So this is our first podcast in literally forever. Right. Hey everyone, welcome to the Geek Remix Podcast Reboot. Yeah, reboot of a reboot of a reboot. Reboot X7. Yeah. We're, we're actually going to do a podcast now, or at least try, because people are willing to pay us to do it now. That's the honest truth. And people actually want to, we feel more confident in, now. In, yeah. Yeah, before we're like, why do you, why do you guys care what we think? <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like enough people have, like, you know, said that they would want to listen to a podcast that it just feels, I don't know. Feels good. Feels yeah. right. Um, so, the very first podcast that we're going to do ever, and there's never been any podcast before this, definitely Don't not. listen to the other ones. If you find them, they're they're not from us. They're, they're from, from somebody else. They're from two other really stupid girls. Who sound exactly like who us. sound exactly like us, but... Where Mari goes don't. on really long feminist tyrants. <laughs> just... Tyrades, tyrades, where she's just like yelling. <laughs> That's definitely not me. I feel That's like some other girl named Mari I who like, yells a lot. I feel like the Mass Effect Three ending came up at least in like at least six at different episodes. Well, don't don't no. don't bring up Mass Effect Three if you don't want me to get mad. No, you would just like voluntarily bring it up. No, there would probably Anytime something somebody. Well, you've already brought up Mass Effect, and I'm already in a bad mood. <laughs> You brought it up. If okay. you guys know me at all, never ever bring up Mass Effect 3 in front of me. Because it's been like four years and I'm still mad. <laughs> <laughs> so what we wanted to go over today was... Mass I... Effect 3's ending and why it was so bad. So that's part one. So you've settled in. Part one of 17. <laughs> First, we're going to start off. No, okay. Okay. Okay, so we were going to talk about... Is, this is this is going to be kind of like our Game of the Year podcast for Deliberations. Deliberations. Yeah, that but makes it sound like fancy and shit. Deliberations. For, but, but I also, you know, I feel like it's really hard for us to choose, like, Game of the Year, like, one game, or mm-hmm. even, like, a top ten, because we play such a really wide range of, like, different types of games. And yet we're still unable to play every single game that, that, that came out. Seriously. Like, it would be impossible. And um, a lot of the ones that are in other websites' top ten lists, like... I don't, We've never even we've played. We've never played? Like, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, so, basically, this is the Geek Remix... Games we played this year list. Yeah, like games we played this year and what we liked about each of them, I guess. Yeah. Superlatives. Superlatives. Mm-hmm. So, what's... what's so, <laughs> the first one oh, I Oh, AJ's here, too, in case you guys wanted to know. He's going to be deliberating, too. He Yeah, he's probably going to be deliberating until he starts snoring. Yeah, if you hear a, a, a little puppy snoring, that's AJ. Yeah. <laughs> he's already closing his eyes. I know. <laughs> So the first one I had was the Order 1884. <laughs> and this no, 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 no. Before you guys leave, before you guys exit out immediately, here's how. It's the best game that's not... If you don't pay attention to anything that they're saying or doing, or any of the logic, and just look at them, and then insert a lot of sexual tension... Yeah. It's a really great game. I feel like people... Like tried way too. They like looked at like what the characters actually say and like the story of the game. And the two of us quotation like, marks story, <laughs> and we like completely ignored what was going on. Like that was. I feel like that was like one of the only let's plays where during it we would actually talk while the characters were talking. I know that's usually we have this really strict rule of never talking when the characters are talking. Yeah, but this time we were like, 
We were just inserting what we wanted them to say. <laughs> yeah. So we would just, like, start talking and, like, insert all these, like, wild sexual fantasies between the characters. By the end of it, I swear to God, like, I really No, it was real. Like, was I so believed real. it was real, too. So, like, a lot of people were like, oh, I guess we're just gonna leave while this, uh, while you guys are doing this game because it sucks so bad. I was like, no, we made it good. <laughs> yeah. We made it good. We had, like, a live, live action fan fiction going on. Yeah. Because at first we were like, oh, like, Izzy's fucking everybody. But then Stacy was like, wait, hold on. No. What if everybody in the Order is just free sex? Yeah. What if everybody's fucking each other? And that's, like, if you want to be in the Order. Like, listen, you gotta, <laughs> like, you you gotta watch, like, you gotta watch your Let's Play. I know this is, like, an advertisement for our Let's Play, but I really feel like people did not appreciate the level of... People who watched it appreciated it. And then, like, there were, like, just, I feel like a bunch of people who were like, I don't want to watch it because I, like, didn't like the game. But it's like, you're not watching Yeah, that. no, you're... Like, I feel like we put so much work into making this amazing... Story? Amazing sexual <laughs> romantic story between Galenhad and... The French guy. Mar- and by Marin. the end of the game, everybody else believed it too. Let's be honest, we made it into like a really gay fan fiction. It was the... M- I swear to God, by the time... There this- was so much like between the two of them, like we... I- by the end of the game, I was convinced it was real. Yeah. I was convinced that Galahad came back for... what's What was his name? It was like a really French name. Yeah. Uh, Lafayette. Lafayette. And they were, like, because we were, like... Ooh, oh, you said God. that very French, Mario. And Love he... It. No, no, no. He was, like... Oh, yeah, and he calls I've him, like... I've waited for you. He calls him Mia Moore or something, like... Or, no, so he says something very, like, confirming. Very, like, Frenchy. Frenchy at him. <laughs> like, by the end of the game, I was, like, oh, wait, no, this is... This is real. This, this is real. real. This like, hap- we dream... We didn't dream of this. <laughs> like, it's reality. Also, if you watch that Let's Play, you'll figure out who invented, invented vibrators. Exactly. <laughs> We pretty much paired everybody up with each other, and they have the kinkiest sex lives in the world. Except for what's her name, because she wasn't being cool. She like was not being chill about it. Oh, at Izzy. All. Izzy. Yeah. Like at first we loved Izzy, but then Izzy was like kind of like being like a downer, and then breathing hard a lot. <laughs> yeah, because that's a good reason to cut somebody out of sex. No, because she was just being like. Eh. You were hanging out at her behind my back? Oh. Oh, my God. Yeah. She was just, like, not being cool. And then we, she wouldn't let us explain ourselves. But then, at the, to be fair, when when she asked us to explain ourselves, we said we didn't have time we're to like, explain. We were like, I'm a man. I don't have time to explain myself. And she was like, well, fuck you then. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm a man. I don't want to marry you, Izzy. I want to be with Lafayette. <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying is, it's the best game to play if you don't pay attention to anything that's happening and yeah. only look at how hot everybody looks yeah. and make up stories about how they're fucking each other. And people are really hot. They're so incredibly hot. I am so glad that... Here's the thing. If they weren't that hot, that game would suck. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But Izzy, Rebel Queen... Liz, Liz, we all have nicknames for each Oh, my God. Person. The Rebel Queen. Oh, my so God. So hot. And I guess for her daughter or something... Or she called her mother. I don't know. That was like, yeah, I'm not so sure about that because it's like they looked like they were the same age, but I also know in other cultures sometimes like, yeah, like you know. like Nuna and stuff. Yeah, it, but it's like, yeah, it was great. Like everybody was incredibly hot, and uh, all the guys were really hot too with their like weird 
old timey mustaches that mm-hmm. like if a guy had it today you'd be like ugh but you'd like, be like ugh but like somehow like when it's like an old timey mustache like actually in those times you're like ah oh and they had like hot uniforms and then like a lot of guys got like naked because you know they have to like rip their clothes off to become a werewolf so what I'm saying is a uh, really good game <laughs> <laughs> totally great if you don't actually pay attention to the game yeah you have to play with a friend or watch our let's play or something yeah um. Her story, uh, best sibling relationship. Um, should this just be a spoiler? <laughs> I don't want to go. You and... already spoiled it. It's too late. Yeah. I will. You, but you. People only know that it's a spoiler if they've played the game. Mm, yeah, but now, okay, whatever. Spoilers. Um, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> best sibling relationship. Yeah, it turns out they really are sisters, right? Which is ridiculous. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Mmm. What did you think of the storytelling medium? You know, I I thought it was really interesting, although I feel like... I feel like we didn't really, like, fully grasp, like, how to use the tool until much later in the game. I think that's the point, though. Like, it's not like everybody goes in and they're like, oh, yeah, I, f- I fully understand it, you know? But just, I don't know. I it, It's like, sometimes I feel like games kind of just, like, let you, like, bumble around a little bit, which is, like, it can be fine, but at the same time, like, when you're playing a game where the point is to, like, examine every clue and stuff, it is kind of aggravating to have to like be like oh now that i finally figured out how this section of it works and what i'm supposed to be looking for now i have to go back and look at everything if i really want to like understand the full picture i to be fair though i remember when we first started playing it you didn't like it at all no i didn't and then 45 minutes in you're like wait a second i love it yeah (laughs) it's amazing i love it so much yeah because i feel like it takes a while for the story to develop we played a lot of games like that this year where for the first like hour i was just like this is stupid the beginner's guide yeah well no the beginner's guide we both thought was stupid no yeah no i came in and i was like this is gonna be amazing oh oh (laughs) (laughs) and then everybody yelled at us because we didn't get it and i was like you know that like how are we supposed to like yeah but no, in my opinion, I feel like the main character was supposed to be annoying. Because I talked to a lot of other game developers, and mm-hmm. they were like, yeah, I found Davey to be really annoying when I was playing it. And then I realized it was, like, something I, else. Well, I feel like the whole point of that game is that you're supposed to come to a dawning realization. Yeah. You know, that it's not supposed to just... Yeah, we should probably just put a like a thing in front of this podcast that's not spoiler. Like spoiler cast. Spoiler cast, yeah. Yeah, spoiler cast everything. Yeah. Well, or just like that if they... No, I think that it's, uh, as you were saying, it's a dawning realization and it's either... It's supposed to piss you off at first and then you when you come to the realization on your own, I think that's way better than the game like bludgeoning you over the head with the story. No, so here, in my opinion... Uh, I think people either experience it two ways, but they, each person came to the same, like, shocking realization. Yeah. You either were totally along for the ride with Davey, 
Mm -hmm. or you were really pissed off at Davy the whole time. Mm -hmm. So there were people who were really along the route line with Davy because they thought that Davy was the real life Davy. Mm -hmm. And then there were like us two. I'm not saying that we're better or we like we interpreted the game better or anything. This is just like how we interpreted. We were like frustrated because. It wasn't so much that even it didn't give us time to talk. It didn't give us time to think. Mm -hmm. Because we would sit there and then we were wondering, like, why is Davey not letting us, letting Coda speak for himself through the game? Because you know how a lot of people talk about games as their voice? Mm -hmm. That was really annoying me. And then other people who were along the ride for Davey, and it's just everybody, well, gets, like, something different out of it, I think. And I feel like part of that is also because... It depends on your personal life experiences, like what you are going to uh, relate to more, what is going to make the most, like when it, whenever anybody plays a game, their interpretation of it and like their initial feelings from it are based on their personal life experiences and how that causes them to relate to or not relate to different aspects of the game. So two people could could play the same game that's like, very clearly spelled out to be one journey, mm -hmm. but two people will come at it from two different sides because they're different people. So, like, there is no wrong way to experience the game. So, yeah, exactly. And uh, I think the, one of the reasons Stacy and I were just so annoyed with the character Davy, and remember, the character Davy is not the real life Davy. And you shouldn't make judgments on the real-life Davy based on the character he put himself onto. Well, you know, Sybil was also like that, where it's like, it was the character, like, quote-unquote, is her, but she is not the character. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which I sent her an email about. I was like, hey, I'm going to put this review in. I hope you realize that I'm judging the character of you and not you. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I understand. And mm -hmm. I just wanted to be like... I didn't want to, like, start talking shit about her. Oh, my God, she's so annoying. <laughs> yeah, like, and then be like, have everybody be like, oh, my God, Mari has beef with Nina on Twitter. I know. Like, <laughs> I don't think that I just, because I wanted to be like, listen, I'm going to be, I'm going to be judging the character, Nina, and not you. And I just want you to know that I this is not what I think of you. This is what I think of the character as, pre as pretend, presented. In the game, and I, this is not what I think about you as a person. Mm -hmm. She's like, that's cool. And then in the, in the review, I was like, she is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'm saying is like, like I think part of the reason Stacy and I were so annoyed with the character Davy is that like, a lot of people really love to like, because Stacy and I mm. love to analyze video games. People think. That gets people's brains working, and that's well, a good thing, but we, then... We analyze video games, and we analyze the characters in the games. Yeah. I feel like that's where you're going with this analogy. Yeah, and then people that gets people's brain juices going, and that's a good thing. However, then people start, like, mixing up the characters with Stacy and I, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Meaning that they will openly analyze our, us as characters and to our, our friendships. Yeah. To our faces. When we're real people. Like, they will send us these things. <laughs> it's so weird. It's very strange. It's very weird. And I think that's why our reaction to people was so, like... Like, oh my god, what is this guy doing? And it's like, that th same thing comes along to, like, Masochizia, where 
I joked with the developer of Besakizia, like, oh, haha, you're, like, totally messed up. And he's like, no, I'm not. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, because he's not. Like, yeah, because you're just joking, but at the same time, you're like, no, like, you know, it's like the work doesn't always belie the personality of its creator. Like, like people can create things that are, like, really fucked up, really, like, depressing, really dark, or really happy when they're not. Even when if it's. Even when it's an act of self-expression, you're still seeing only a tiny pinhole into who that person is. Mm-hmm. So, like, take that as what they want instead of having that be, like, a character flaw or bonus or anything. Because it's, like, there was somebody, there's somebody I know who wrote a bunch of songs about being depressed. And now he gets, like, all these messages from people. Are you okay? Like, saying, oh, I'm, like... Saying, like, all these things, and, like, he doesn't... What I'm saying is, if somebody really famous talks... No, no. now people are going to think that I don't want them to message me about, like, their struggles, which I'm fine with. But what I'm saying is, you can't make, like, judgments on other people's personalities based off their work. You can make a small, like, you know thought about it but you can't be like oh this is who they are this is everything that they are yeah it might be a part or it might not be yeah but you don't really have a way to know that you know yeah so what were we talking about before the beginner's guide (laughs) uh we had talked about her story but the one that i wanted to go to next was cute demon crashers (laughs) (laughs) so saucy did that even come out in 2015 whatever we played it i think it did I, either way, we played it in 2015. Everything else on this list is, like, definitely from 2015. But Cute Demon Crashers, I would say, if you guys haven't watched that yet, it is hilarious. Also, we uh, suggest that people buy it. Or, yeah. Or donate to them or and whatever. I, yeah. And I would suggest that you play it for yourself because it is actually, like, it is really... Very sensual. Yes. But very embarrassing to have to read to your best friend. Uh, Stacy, it's very strange telling you that your yogurt, that your vagina tastes like a yogurt oh my parfait. God. Oh my god. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> like, the writing is I don't know really what to good. say, like, to when you say things like that. I'm like, I didn't say it. The game did. The game did. Just be really clear that your ear didn't actually. <laughs> hey, Stacy, what's up? <laughs> Pussy tastes like yogurt. Oh. What? Ah. Yeah, but that game was, like, that game was really awesome. If you just want some, like, smutty, fantasy fun, it is great. Yeah, it's pretty, it really is. pretty good. Yeah. Love it. Contradiction. Oh, yeah. Great. Which, I, I love the reception that that got from people. Like, people got really excited about that game, and it was great. Yeah, why, everybody loved Contradiction, but then we're trying to play the Tesla effect and nobody cares. And I'm like, it's literally the same game. It's, yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it, what it is about contradiction, but Tesla effect is like, whatever, I don't care. Probably because, you know what, I don't know. Contradiction, it's very hard to be campy in the exact right way. Yes, that's true. Yeah. And it did a really good job of, I feel, well, I mean, like, I, so, the, um, the actor who played Jenks, I actually, like, tweeted at him. I was like, hey, 
loved it. Like, you're great. Everyone's like, oh, Jenks for next Doctor Who, like, blah, yeah, blah, blah. That guy was so great. He just was, like, happy to be there. I know. You know, just so excited about life. I know. I feel like he really just, like, he was the one that just, like, brought it and left everything out on the table. You know what I mean? Where you can tell that an actor is just fucking loving what they are doing. He just, he was just 110%. Mm-hmm. I found uh, the actress for, what's her name? Emma? The one who kept lying a lot? Is that Emma? The brunette? Yeah. Yeah. She's on like some YouTube channel and does stuff. Oh. Yeah. Like that's really her? I think so. Because I don't know, like, because I wasn't sure, I saw the person that, like, sent that to you, but I wasn't sure if they were just saying, like, it looks like her, it or, looks like, so it much, is her. It looks so much like her, I couldn't, I can't be, I can't say no. Oh. Like, it was, like, seriously her. Yeah. We showed, I, because I saw, like, just the thumbnail with, like, a brunette girl, but I didn't look at it closely enough. I watched the video, and she sounds the same, too, so... Otherwise, you know, then I, I, if you're white and brunette, it's all the same. It's all the same. Stacy is in the game. Yay! <laughs> I'm technically a redhead now, Mari. Whatever, your roots are brown. <laughs> and also your hair is purple right now from what I can see. We need to talk if you think it's purple. It looks burgundy right now. Oh, okay. Burgundy is not purple. We're not having this conversation. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Oh, I would like to bring something up. What? The dress. Oh, God. Stacey, when the <laughs> dress came up, she was so mad. She was just mad. The just dress meaning the dress that some people thought was blue and black and other people thought was white and gold. Yeah. So here's the thing. And it like set fire to the internet for like a couple weeks. And I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You know, the, you know what though, Stacey? I, I told Stacy this before. If Stacy saw, Stacy saw blue and black, which validates Stacy that she's like, oh, my eyeballs are smarter than everybody else. <laughs> I just have smarter eyeballs. <laughs> but if Stacy saw white and gold, she would kill herself. I know. I'd be for because you no, know, wait, you wouldn't kill yourself because this would this would give you the the determination to live forever. Because what you would do. Is you would so change majors. Yeah. You would change majors into like neuroscience, start an institute, and prove that everybody is wrong about colors. And be like, <laughs> the dress was white and gold. And like, what are you talking about? You know, thirty-seven years ago. Thirty-seven years ago. Hello. Hello. Some it's... of us. Some of us have never been able to let it go. <laughs> yeah. And but then... that's why I was so like pissed because I could just like I could see like what could have been. You know, because I was like, oh, my God, can you imagine and if then I had been one of those people? I told Stacy that it didn't have anything to do with computer screens and that people were looking at the same screen. And, and, I, told her you were, and I told you you were a liar. And no, I'm not a liar. People were looking at the same screen, passing around phones, being like, this is white and gold. And the other person going, this is white and black, yeah. black and blue. And Stacy was like, no, that's not true. It's impossible. Well, but, like, <laughs> I guess what, you know what, 
we're not getting into this right now. Because <laughs> she's gonna get so Because mad. I just like I just like started to gear up for the conversation and then I was like, no, we can't. No, I wanna hear it. No, we can't hear it. <laughs> no. I want you to imagine a life. I want you to imagine the dystopian, ruined wasteland that the United States would be if Stacy saw white and gold. She would, she would burn. She would lose it. It would be done. Geek Remix is over. Uh, Mari, our colors are purple and blue. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, Geek Remix. Our colors are purple and blue. Um, Stacy, they're green and pink. And you're like. No, they're not. (laughs) Tear my eyeballs out of my face. Get eyeball transplants. Um, life is strange. (laughs) Most French. Most French. Most French. So everyone's like, okay, spoiler cast, that the endings were like, ugh, feudalism. And it's like, okay, I get it. People want happy lesbians. Happy happy lesbians. People want happy endings for gay characters. Valid. Completely valid. Valid point. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of that is that the ending was completely French. Yeah. Well, I mean, I actually didn't interpret it as being as, like, doom and gloom as people thought. Like... It was pretty doom and gloomy, but you also have a fatalistic view on life. So anything wor- better than the worst possible thing is the best. They they left it open-ended so people could decide for themselves. And everybody chose to saw... Chose to see, like, ev- the, the death and destruction. Like, that's I what cho- everybody inserted into it, including you, which is I fine. chose that, and I was happy with it. Yeah, and I'm saying, like, that's fine. But, like, I also don't like the idea that people are like... <laughs> And I'm like, no, like, you don't have to see it that way if you don't want to. Exactly. You know that the developers specifically said, we left that open so that you could have your own thing. And that still wasn't good enough. Then the developers were like, yes, Mari, you are correct. They literally said, yes, Mari, you're correct. (laughs) (laughs) On one of the videos that I made about the morality of time. The one that everyone was like, no, I don't agree with you. Blah. (laughs) It's like... Mari, you're right. And everyone's like, I don't think she's right. I think the developers are lying. No, they said the developers were wrong. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, like, one of the developers was like, Mari, you got it completely right. Yes, this game is about not trying to be perfect and failing. And I was like, like, how could the developers oh. be wrong? The developers made the game. No, because they were just like, no. Yeah. No, that's not it. And I was like, no, it's about... Like, something else. Which is a valid way to look at a game, if you want to. But in the end of the game... At the end of the day, I was right. <laughs> well, but at the end of the day, like, I don't think it's... I don't know. Why? It's a valid way to look at something if you feel like you want it to be your own experience. Yeah. But you you can't tell me I'm wrong, though. <laughs> I was just going to say that, like, telling the developers that, like, they're wrong about what the game means is not, like... I think no, but I, I I had a conversation with somebody who said that's not the right thing for me. Yeah, like, and that's I was not like, how oh, I, I re- want to see it, which is totally which valid. is totally valid. But you can't tell the developers they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like <laughs> I'm sorry, you were wrong about how you made the game. <laughs> no, I feel like a lot of people were like really pent up about like not getting that golden ending, mm-hmm. which I feel is different from Mass Effect Three because no, no, you didn't. No. no, you did not just bring up Mass Effect. Just let me. Just let me. 
The ending of Mass Effect 3 was written in a, in a fucking closet on a napkin at the end of the thing where they deleted the original ending that was written by the original creator of the Mass Effect universe and the ending of Life is Strange was known from the, the very first day they started writing. This was the outline that they had from the very beginning. This is what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. That was their outline and they stuck to it. And little details they moved around, but the outline, this, the, but the outline, they stuck to it. Okay, so it wasn't bad writing; it just was fatalistic. And some people don't like fatalistic it things. It's very French. It was very French. What is more French? You say. It. What? What's What's more French than letting everyone die for your lesbian love of your life? Nothing. Nothing. Have you guys seen French movies? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen French horror movies? I know this isn't a horror oh, game. Oh boy! But French horror movies, they there was a there was an era in French horror called just like I think it was called like extremism or something like that, where every French horror movie they were like, no, I'm gonna be even more fucked up. No, I'm gonna be even more mm. fucked up just to be fucked up. The one that I always go back to is Martyrs. That was <laughs> because like what Whoa. the fuck. You and think like, the whole time there's hope, and they're you, like, nope. You think the whole time that there's, like, hope or that there's going to be, like, some sort of, like, anything at the end? No, stupid. It's called Martyrs. Yeah. And at the end of... I'm going to spoil it because it's French as hell. Yeah. At the end of the game, a bunch of rich people torture this woman to the brink of death so that she can, like, tell them some sort of stupid-ass fucking French shit. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. And then she dies. The end. The end. They cut off all her skin. The end. Yeah. <laughs> they torture her until she dies. That's the whole movie. The whole movie is just, like, her being tortured. Well, no. The worse. first half of the movie is her and her friend, how her friend escaped being horribly tortured. Uh, yeah. And then they kill the family that tortured her. And then she doesn't believe her that they did this to her and then they kidnap her and do all that stuff to her and then she dies everybody all her friend gets killed and she gets killed everybody dies everybody dies that's see that's like you know if if you come up with an ending that's better than everybody dies you're doing pretty well by French standards. Exactly. See Stacy and I were like, "Oh, this is a French studio." And then we looked at their other works and we're like, Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Dreamfall chapters. Best best game where you can have the biggest argument ever on the internet over if Keon is gay, even though Keon said, I'm gay. Talked about being gay, and the developers were like, he's gay. And they're like, I just don't see it. I just don't see how he's gay. And I'm like... How did you miss that? I don't know. How I don't you know how miss- people missed it. It's like, it's really fucking gay. Like, it like hits you over the head with the gayness. And like, I mean that in the best way possible. Like, no, it's like that really- game is really openly gay. There's like, there's like the, the teen lesbians and they're like kissing and, you know, cause you know, like sometimes developers have to be like, they are gay. It's gay. They're gay. They are together. They Everything are gay. Everything is gay. They're gay. And then people will be like, I guess they're bisexual. Like, like, yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know though. That's not how I saw it. And like my experience is really more important than yours or like the developers, like what they say. Oh my God. Like, okay. Bisexually is a valid sexuality. A hundred percent. It's just that when Ellie and Riley got together in 
The Last of Us. The Last of Us. I was like, okay, as far as we know, she's gay. Mm-hmm. So many teen boys were like, you don't know, she could be bisexual. I was like, first of all, she's not real. Second of all, if she was real, she wouldn't date you. Yeah. Like, fuck off. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Oops. It's, whatever, who cares? Like, okay. Anyway. Moving on. Oh, you know, um, I do like, ha, I, I can't wait to see more of that game because it's, you know, it's kind of like leaking into 2016. So we still haven't seen like the culmination of. Yeah, episode five. That game is so hard to run, but the story is so good. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, you know, I really like it and I feel like you don't have to have played all the other games to like really get into it. I like the statement that they made with Keon kissing Anna, but that not affects, affecting his sexuality. Mm-hmm. Because she was pretty much, like, pressuring him into kissing her. Mm-hmm. And it was just like... Oh, and it wasn't it wasn't kiss her. It was either pull away or don't pull away. Yeah. It wasn't really, like... An actual kiss. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I've definitely... Just gonna say this. I've definitely kissed people that I did not want to kiss. Lots of people have. Because to not do it would have been awkward. And so then you just kind of, like, do it and you, like, get it out of the way and then you're like, all right, I'm out of here. Okay. Hold on. What about that, um... Let me know if you want me to edit this out. That guy from the elevator? Oh, which one? The one who grabbed your face and kissed you. Oh, God. Exactly. Oh, That's God. pretty much the Anna situation. If you want me to edit it out, say it right now. No, it's okay. Okay. Do you remember the, yeah. Do you remember the guy that, like, came to our door who was like, yeah. That was really weird. That was really weird. <laughs> that was totally one of, that was totally an Anna moment where it was like, I've been watching you. Like, I can't believe, okay, so, like, yeah, guy. Anyway, like, people don't believe women on a total side note yeah like a total side note people are like no that would never happen i'm like yeah it does it It does it definitely does like i've been on like uh the l and i would like had my hand on the like the thing that you hold on to Mm -hmm. and i was just standing there and this guy has his hand over like over my hand yeah just holding above above not over like and then he like slowly slides his hand down Uh... the pole and my hand is at the base of, like, the pole that connects to where the seats are. Yeah, yeah. His hand goes on top of my hand. And I'm just watching this happen. Ew! And I'm just like, what is happening? Like, do I move away? Like, what do I do? Just, you know how weird I get in public where I, like, I get to the point where I cannot. Well, and also, like, it can be really scary to react to something like that. Because if this person is, like, willing to do that to you like you don't know what else like you don't know where their line is of like where and you and know? then they just slowly put their hand back up on the pole and up and i was just like standing there like oh my god what the fuck was that it's like somebody just touched your hand and it's like feels violating though you know? he had his hand on my hand for like a while and i was just staring at it like what do i do why is this so weird Ew. this is the weirdest thing in the world and then that other guy who like 
followed me to my car and then asked for pictures of my feet and then offered me $5. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And then offered me mm-hmm. $10, and then he started screaming, please. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, well, I guess it was my fault wiggling my toes around like some sort of toe, toe harlot. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, let's, yeah, let's, bleh, bleh. albino lullaby. Creepiest. Creepiest worms. Why doesn't it radiate the joy? The worms. It doesn't accept its punishment. Ah. Oh. oh, God. That's just, like, freaking me out just thinking about it. Okay, so, like, I interacted with some people who were, like, Inter- <laughs> Did you say interacted? Yeah. Like, they're a feature in a game? Yeah, I interacted with them. And they were, like, yeah, I don't understand. Like, it wasn't that good. And I was, like, did you read anything? Did you pay attention? They're, like, no, it just ran from point to point. I was, like... Why do you even play games if you just, like, do that? But you have to, like, read the notes and everything to really understand how creepy this game is. Mm -hmm. It's a bunch of kidnapped children who are slowly turned into monsters who have to obey these, like, creepy things. And it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And it's been a while between episodes. A lot of these episodic games, episodic games take, like, way too long. Between yeah, episodes. actually, the next one that I was going to mention has been a while since we saw an episode come out, and that's Blues and Bullets. Yeah. They, I feel like that um, the next episode was supposed to come out in November. Um, Which, I mean, no rush if you're, like, you know... Have no money. If, yeah, if you have... I feel like I'm much more understanding of that now. One, because it takes time to do this shit. Two, if your full-time job isn't to be a game developer and, and you're, you're just, like, making a game on the, on, side. on the side or you're in your spare time, like, it is time-consuming to create content and it is hard to do it around other obligations. So it's like, you know, some of these indie developers, they're kind of like us. Like, they might have, like, you know, a side job. They might also be in school and, like, the, you know, the indie game might not be their full-time thing. By the way, YouTube doesn't make a lot of money. <laughs> like... No. You guys may think that we may be rolling in it, but we're not. And also, we still have to split it between two people. Um, as evidenced by the fact that I still have a full-time job. Exactly. That I can't give up, so... Yeah, she can't give it up. Guys. <laughs> no, and that's, that's, like, nobody's fault. <laughs> I, d- I guess I just want to kind of like, you know, um, Gabby Dunn actually wrote a really good article about how like there's like kind of a disconnect between what people see as social media fame and how much those people actually make. Yeah, you don't make any money off of Twitter, Instagram, or any of those things unless you have millions of followers. Millions. And sponsors and, and like sponsors all that stuff. And stuff. Yeah. Like, and we don't. And like, you have to, you you know, you have to put a lot of work into it. It's not, like, just recording content. Like, it's a hustle, you know? You have to, like, it, and especially, like, for a smaller channel, you're looking at, you know, getting keys to games because we can't afford to buy every game that yeah, we do. Yeah, we can't afford to buy every game we do that we do because it's way too expensive. Yeah. I mean, if you cover a lot of games, that's why a lot of smaller channels get kind of, you know, shafted or limited because... They don't quite have the clout to request a key. And but, they don't have enough money to buy games. Yeah, but they don't make enough money to buy the games yet, so... 
It's just you have to get lucky. You know, Hoodie Panda actually did a really good video that was talking about that, about how, like, it can be hard at the beginning to, because you're not, like, making enough money to really, like, support the channel. You have to tell yourself it's a hobby until it's not. Yeah, definitely. And, like, in the early days, like, I used to, like, go to work, then take the train, go to school, come home, and then I would be, like, just, like, edit, and then I'd be, like, okay, I guess four hours of sleep is enough. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. And then, like, on days when we, like, really had to do it, like, when games, like, Until Dawn or Life is Strange or something like that, like, we used to not be able to get review keys for that, so I would just, like make Stacy come over and be like, Stacy, we're, we're going to record until 3 a.m. And then I'm going to, I'm going to edit until 6 a.m. while you take a nap. And then you're going to wake up and we're going to record some more. And then I'm going to drive you home. And then I'm going to re- re- edit some more. So then I will go like 48 to, to like 72 hours out, without sleep. Just until, so- uh, yeah, the until dawn was insane. Yeah. That was insane. Cause we played that entire game, which ended up, I think like the quote unquote game time was like 10 hours. But, of course, it took us longer because we talk about everything. And then we also have to take breaks and everything. Yeah. And then, like, when Life is Strange comes out, I don't sleep. And, like, when game... Like, before... We used to not be able to do that. So, like, we just would be like, guess we're not sleeping this week. Like... Yeah. The end. Guess we're not sleeping this week. Oh, well. Or you're not able to cover a game, like, right when it comes out. Remember? And And before that, I used to... I used to soak sign up for like focus marketing groups and like do medical like focus groups yeah and it's like and then you know they would give you like 200 bucks and they'd be like ho ho 200 dollars to play on the ch- to use on the channel like woo yeah <laughs> like oh 200 dollars now i can buy a game and some equipment like Yay. and it was like wow and then finally the channel eventually started making money i was like oh my god like, just, you know, enough to, like, get everything, like, above water and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's not easy. A lot of people, like, and even, like, other people, like, Dragist. Like, I remember when he first started blowing up and I was pissed off at him. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I'm working, like, 12-hour days because I don't want to give up this, like, major boost. And he, like, people think that his job is so easy, but they have no idea, like, the amount of work that him, Matt Shea, like, Weasel Zone and Blitz, yeah. and Blitz put into their channel. Like, I see the back end. They're constantly being like, hey, do you guys know the contact for this guy? Do you know this? Oh, uh, do you? And, like, they're all, like, always, like, compounding, like, hey, do you know what this is, this, and this, and this, and this. And they'll play the game, edit it. They work really hard. Like, they work their asses off to get to that point. So it's not, like, easy. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Well, anyways, we all, we were kind of talking about um, blues and bullets. Yeah, no, and same thing goes to developers. You think, oh, developers, easy cash street. Like, oh, my God, like, no way. No, no way. No. No way. It's you know, like... And it's funny because sometimes people are like, oh, like, being a Let's Player, like, oh, like, that's easy and everything. And I'm like, you know what? I, like... Or they'll, like, look at our work and they'll be like, wow, like, that's, like, so great. Like, what you guys do is so, like, great. And I'm like, you know what, though? Like, we can't do any of it if people don't create great games. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, our work is, like, transformative work off of a developer's awesome game that they put, like, all this time and love and sweat into. Yeah. So, 
you know, I just, I don't know. I always like, just want to, it's like why I wanted to do a podcast like this is so that we could just like give props to all the awesome games that we played this year. Yeah. Cause we those, picked some good ones. Life is Strange, Oxen Free recently. We're just, this is That's a new podcast now. I know this is just a new thing now, but I'm just saying like, there are so many games that have so much work put into them. And sometimes I feel like people don't really like appreciate them. And people just don't realize how much work goes into, like, even games that you would think is simple. Yeah. Are simple. Are simple. It's just... Even... Okay. The guy who made Undertale, the person who literally, by himself, made the whole game, including the music, made the game of the year, his mom was like, oh, so now you can have, like, a real job then. And he's like... Yeah, like, what? what? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like she he she like didn't get it. She did not understand. Yeah. I feel like I feel like my parents just think this is like some sort of like blah blah blah. blah. You know what? They they're like they're kind of of the of the opinion that like it's a hobby that makes me happy. And so they're like, "Okay, as long as it, you know, whatever." You know. I would told my parents, "Hey, like I'm on the escapist now." And they're like, "Uh-huh." And I'm like, "Uh and, like, my sister's boyfriend works as an entertainer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you guys think it's cool what he does. And they're like, yeah, but he's, like, really famous. And I'm like, god damn it. Now I need to, like... <laughs> I, You know, it's, it's kind of like... We have you... more subscribers than his channel, so... It's, it's, kind of like when, <laughs> it's kind of like when you tell people, like, how many subscribers you have. And people are like, oh, like, is that a lot? And I'm like, I don't know. Is that a lot of people? If you, like stood in a stadium with that many people, would you think it's a lot? Sorry to be such downers, but we're really frustrated. No. (laughs) Nobody, like, you guys probably... Dang it. We keep turning this into complaining. No, you know what? I don't care. (laughs) Like, okay, just to put it into perspective, because I know a lot of people out there are like, oh, I'm such, like, a dork or whatever. Put it into perspective. You guys think that we're super cool. We are dorks. in our context of our lives, everyone in our life is like, I don't care. Like, yeah, yeah. Everyone they don't our, think we're impressive. They really do not think that we're like impressive people at all. There, there's, there's been only like a few people that I've met in real life that were actually legitimately like, "Oh, you have a YouTube channel? Like, that's cool." Most people are like, "Oh, YouTube, okay, whatever, whatever." Like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, like even my boyfriend and Stacy's husband's like, "Okay." Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Like, my boyfriend will watch, like, our Let's Plays, because he, cause he's, like, I don't know. He just, that's his conduit of playing video games these days. Mm-hmm. And then he'll come into my, and, like, I'll be playing a game, he'll come in, he'll be like, um, when you said that one part of the Let's Play, I disagree. And I'm like, you're can like, you not internet comment in real life? And you're like, wow, that was four months ago. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he does that. Like, four months later, it's, like, getting a comment on a Reddit post that you, like, forgot you ever made. (laughs) (laughs) But it's real life. And then you read it all over again, and you're like, oh, God. Why are you here? Oh, my God. He almost watched our Emily as a way let's play, and then I, like, had to, like, take it away. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, be like, no, 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 I think you'll think that's boring. Don't watch. Don't, <laughs> don't don't watch. That don't one. watch that one. Don't watch that one. Don't watch. You it. guys should watch that one. But like no. sometimes when we were recording a let's play, like when we were recording coming out on top, I was like, if anybody in my family sees this, I will just 
die. Die. I will, I will die. die. Um, but Blues and Bullets I really liked. That was like a kind of an interesting like revisionist history, like noir. You know, I liked it. It was like it was different. You know, I know that I'm like we're being like yeah everybody's gay, but for sure Al Capone and his and his partner they were together, right? I mean, they because the because he the specifically guy... says that he was never interested in women, and most people don't like make a point of saying that. And then Al Capone says, "Oh, we were very close," mm-hmm. and he, like we we became very close in prison. Whoa, <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah, so just putting that out there. Yeah, um, Broken Age. So I Act One came out, didn't come out last year, but Act Two came out last year. So I'm going to count it as like best game where the enemy is a bacterial infection of the mouth. No, what fungus infection of the mouth. They were called the thrush. Oh, thrush. Yes. The thrush. The thrush. Thrush is a yeast infection in your mouth. Mm-hmm. I told you that. I know. <laughs> and that is all the context we need. Yeah. <laughs> I just else? want to point out that sometimes I know weird and gross stuff, too. Yeah, this oh my morning, God, Stacey. Like the... Yeah. Stacy, I was like, I was trying to get like, I have a, I had a tiny, it's gone now. It's a sty. I had a little sty in my eye. And Stacy's husband comes up to the car, and I'm like, God damn it, he sees me, like, trying to pop, like, an eye pimple. And then uh, she's like, you know that's, like, a worm in your eyeball, right? And I was like, what? <laughs> she's like, that's not actually true. I just wanted to gross you out. <laughs> yeah. You have, uh, no, you have, you have eyelash mites. Yeah, I knew I had mites, but I thought, but then the the vision she had given me is that, like, a mite larva. There was, there was like, a worm in your eyeball. And I was like... I thought it was a bacterial infection. She's like, it is. I was just just trying to make you scared. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm just trying to gross you out because you do it to me all the time. When was the last time I grossed you out? All the time. All the time? All the time. Hey, what's up? Ew. Ew, God. (laughs) Mari, you're so gross. What did I do? What? What did I do? (laughs) You're here. Um, Rise of the Tomb Raider was the most, like, I feel like... That was the game where the two of us were both, like, the whole time, like, oh, because there's so much, like, death-defying climbing, and just, I I thought that parts of it were, like, really beautiful, too, like, the settings and everything. I really liked it, and I know that it was on a few people's game of the years. I just didn't feel anything, like, bleh yeah about it. Like, it didn't, like come out and scream and grab me like aren't you like something yeah i feel like if if a game for me is going to be like the game of the year or in that contention like it should really make it should really like strike you for some reason i really liked rise of the tomb raider and you know i have like i have an xbox one now like specifically so that i can go back and like play the whole thing and like collect all the shit and all that stuff but I just don't think it had that extra, like, oomph that, like, you know... It's, like, where it, like, slaps you in the face. And it's, like, this game is so awesome that you can't... Stop thinking stop about thinking it. Stop thinking about it, yeah. But Which, I think, I guess that's, like... Some people just, they don't need that, you know? Yeah. They can play, like, Mario Maker, and that's... Yeah. I guess Mario Maker can pull you in and get you at your heartstrings, too, though, in that, like, kind of way. But it's, like... 
Mm-hmm. It didn't, yeah, but some people, they don't need that. You know, what game did give me that kind of like, oh my god, this is like something really special was Soma. Yeah. That game was like, that game, the ending, I thought about that for weeks afterwards. And even now, it is a game that I still tell people about because it really made me think about like deeper what it life, means. what it means and like, you know, like deeper questions than just like, oh, we're playing a horror game, you know? I feel like some people probably... I thought it was going to be like, ah, but we were like, oh my God, ah, who am I? <laughs> like, what, I, What is human existence? Oh God. I thought we were just going to be scared, but then it was more like, oh my God, if I die right now, will anybody care? <laughs> yeah, it was more like, you think you're like running away from monsters when really it's like, your life is meaningless. <laughs> You're Nothing running is away. real. You're running away from monsters, but it's really you're running away from your own insecurities. Yeah. Like. Yeah. But it was so good. It was so good. And, like, I don't know. I find that... Oh, in case you guys don't know, there is an entire Soma backstory movie out now on the uh, developer's channel. Yes. So I would go look for... The, if, you, if you liked that game, I would go look at some of, like, the extra content that they have around it, because it really, like... Did you watch those yet? Not all of it, but I've watched some of them. You were like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Well, I like it's it. like, especially if you play a game and you're like, I want there to be more, but not like a sequel more. I just want more of this. You just want more of that. <laughs> it's like, you know, like, life is strange. Like, I want there to be more like that, but I don't want to see, like, Max and Chloe come back for season two. No Cause, way. Because it's, That's like... so dumb. That, like, they... Ta- you know, they... They, they, they tied, tied it up. up in a bow. It's, like, it's done. The, you know, the story was only meant to go so long. If they... If they... You know how they say with, like, a, like you can ruin a painting with an extra paint stroke? Yeah. That's what it is. You don't want to ruin a beautiful masterpiece with an extra paint stroke. Yeah. By, like, trying to, like, reopen some sort of plot line. It's, like... It literally is completely closed. Like, you cannot... There's nothing you can add. And people are like, oh, well, why don't you have Rachel and Bernie? Like, you want to watch a countdown? (laughs) To when she dies? Like, I know. It's like, oh, well, you're watching countdown to when Chloe dies. I'm like, no, you want a confirmed countdown? To watching Rachel being Where nothing drugged. you do matters. Nothing you do matters. And then watching Chloe fawn over Rachel. You yeah. want to watch that? Oh, yeah. You want to watch Budding Love? You want to you wanna play as Rachel, but the entire time you're rejecting Chloe to be with Frank? That's what you want to watch? Yeah. I don't think that... That's what you want to play? You want to play rejecting Chloe and then getting with a man simulator? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Oh, this is a nice controversial one. Fallout 4. <sighs> Listen. It's a good game, but it wasn't... It didn't... I don't want to say it didn't live up to the hype. It didn't live up to... Its potential. Its potential. Yeah. Because it had a lot of extra stuff in it. A lot of good extra stuff. Yes. But it took away that, like... That that thing, like a lot of the the little quirks, the little things that made the Fallout series and Bethesda open world games overall special, because you can, yes, you can like be polyamorous and like romance anyone you want, but it didn't have 
Like, if you specced into Black Widow, in previous games, that t- opened up entire other, like, storylines for you. Mm-hmm. Like, it... Like, you could have sex with somebody and, like, have different dialogue trees, but for in Fallout 4, it just added perks, to, added, like... Charisma. Charisma towards yeah. men. And Which I was... Which is, like, yay? I'm but that's, like, like not why you did it? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't, like, nothing was, was felt really, like, oh, if I do this, this is going to drastically change how I experience the game. I think the funny part was, like, from the moment we started it, do you remember how pissed I was about the baby and how unwilling I was to get into the story because of that Because baby? of the hetero, because of the heterosexual yes. na- marriage? We literally, we thought that, we genuinely thought, oh, we can be gay. Duh. Like. Yeah, of course. Because it's Fallout 4 and you can do anything you want. And then they start you off. And, and I was like, like oh, how do I turn, how do I turn him into a woman? How do I? Yeah. I was like, how do I? And instead they're like. No, instead of getting to do literally anything you want, you're going to start off this with a premise of a husband and a, a baby. baby. And then, like, the main storyline of the game is going to get your baby? What? That's, yeah, like, not... That's really constraining in a lot of different ways. Like, it's just, like... Here's a game where they're like, here, you can do anything you want. Like, literally anything. Anything you want to be. Anything. Like, at the beginning of Fallout 3, you're a vault dweller. Mm-hmm. In the beginning of Fallout New Vegas, you got shot in the head. You're, you're looking for your dad. You can do other shit. But you're not tied down to a fucking baby. And I feel like a baby is a different thing than, like, a dad. You know, like, it's like you're looking for your dad, and, I mean, at least maybe I have maybe, like, more loosey-goosey definitions of, like, it's like, you're not, like, responsible for your dad. You know? Yeah, you, your dad, res- your dad's fine. Your dad's, your dad's gonna just be fine without you if you choose not to do that, but, like, it's a baby. Like, that is your child, and you're supposed to feel something for your child, and I was like, is this just because, like... I, you know, you spend, like, no time with it. It's not like you have, like, a lead into the story where you... I finished the the main storyline off-camera in my own playthrough. Whatever. And it's like, I'm just sitting there like, oh my god, Sean, shut the fuck up. Like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just, like, it was really annoying to me that, like, they advertise this game as, like, you can do anything you want. Except be canonically gay. And then, of course, everyone's like, well, you can be bisexual. Bisexual is real. I'm like, yes, I know that bisexuality is real. However, why can't you, in a game, in the context of the world today when you're releasing a game that says, you can do anything That's you want. That's literally like whatever, you, you can know. do anything you want except be canonically gay. Yeah. And then they're like, then lots of people are, well, you can roleplay as somebody who's, like, forced into a heterosexual marriage. I'm like, nobody wants to do that. Like, what? Yeah, why would you want that? That's something you have to do in real life. Like, yeah. why would you want to do that? Like, why would somebody who wants to live a fantasy and they've lived their life want to be like, oh, I know. I'm I know. Gay I'm, gonna... in re- I'm gay in real life. I'm going to be forced to marry... <laughs> Somebody what? of the opposite gender, <laughs> of the opposite gender, and then have a baby with them. Yeah. And then I'm actually going to be, oh my god, it just, no. You know what? 
there's a lot of women out there who want to watch their girlfriend die in a nuclear fire, okay? Yeah. They want to watch their girlfriend die get, by being shot in the face while they're stuck behind a containment shield. Yeah. While they're, you know, while they're trying to save your, the baby that you adopted. I recreated my boyfriend as my husband, and uh, I was like, oh no! Bye. But <laughs> <laughs> we kind of made him a mixture of both of our significant others but to be honest I just... on my private one i made him oh, look exactly right. like Raphael. great and i was like oh see oh. ya i like felt bad for a second i was like later <laughs> <laughs> but i got to do it be and like... why should that be taken away from somebody else <laughs> yeah i'm just saying mm-hmm. why should that glee of killing the person you love because <laughs> they won't clean their fucking dishes <laughs> I don't know. Be it taken just... away from someone else. I'm just saying. You yeah. know? And then they're like, oh, well, you can't have a baby. between." Well, you can, though. There's a lot of different ways that could work. And plus, it's the future. Yeah. You know? I don't know. And I know that it's just, like, that tiny, like, beginning part of the game. But it's just, like, it really started things off on a sour foot for me. And then it's, like, you just look at the rest of it and you're, like, you know, there were some characters that I really liked but none of it, again, none of it just, like, I'm glad we had this, like, best, like, the game of the year conversation already because nothing came out and screamed and grabbed to me and said, like, this is an amazing game. I was like, there's a lot here. It's a very full world. Like, you'll be able to play it for, like, tens, maybe hundreds of hours and be, like, really amused by it if you just want to kind of, like, lose yourself in what's going on and, like, mm-hmm. play all these, like, tiny side areas but the, nothing about it really said to me, like, this is amazing and, like, made me want to, like, recommend it to other people. Yeah, I feel like um, a lot of, just, like, the whole Black Widow perk, I was, like, so sure that if we specced into this, we were going to get extra dialogues that were, like, so cool, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, there's just so many other things that it was just missing and I know I, I'm being, like, that that guy who's, like, um, the previous games are better. But, honestly, I really am starting to feel that way because I played Skyrim before I played Oblivion. And I love Skyrim. Don't get me wrong. Skyrim was great. But then I played Oblivion. And even though the maps and stuff weren't as good, the quest lines had more cement to them where I was, like, oh, this is a cool quest line. I feel mm-hmm. this feels really cool. And, like, I feel that just is missing from Fallout 4 where it's, like, I do something and I really feel, like, oh, this is this is an adventure. Mm-hmm. The main storyline, that kind of felt like it. But then I was having points where I just had, there was this one point where I had to, like, follow a smelling trail. And I was just, like, oh, this is taking so long. This is so boring. Now I have to kill random people. Who are... What does this mean? Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah. Um, so this next one you'll probably want to talk about. Undertale? Yeah. Changed my soul. I'm pure. I'm pacifist. I... Pure. Stacy, uh... Has not played the game. Has not played the game because... Everybody keeps recommending it to me. But no, not... they're not... They're not recommending it to you. They're demanding it yeah. from you. Yeah. Which, which I, yeah. It's like, and I, I, uh, it's just like, it's, uh, 
It's one of those things where I'm like, you have to let Stacy enjoy this on her own. Honestly, it needs to come to her naturally. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's how a lot of things are with me. If I, if it's like if I don't like come to the decision organically, and somebody tries to like force me to do something, I think that if you saw everybody else talking about it, you'd be like, oh okay. But since everybody was being really aggressive to you, really aggressive, you were like, no. And then you know what really sucks though because I finished and I was like, Stacy, you have to play this game, and you're like, no, I will not. Yeah. Play it. Well, because everybody had already like primed me to say no to everybody, and then you were like, Stacy, you have to play it, and I was like, no. <laughs> it's so embarrassing because Eric, who's like a game developer and like he's our friend and stuff, he sent Eric me, Kermit. Eric Kermit. He sent me like this Skype message and like this like screenshot of of Undertale before it came out, because he, he was like a, a game tester, mm-hmm. and he was like. Mari, you and Stacy have to play this game as soon as it comes out. It's going to be huge. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be like the game of the year. And I looked well, at the screenshot and I was like, um, I don't think so. Didn't it also come out while I was on my honeymoon? I don't And remember. that was why you played it without me? I think so. Yeah. It either... No, I mean, it came out and you didn't want to play it. No, I, I, we both. We quick looked it, right? We quick looked it and you were like kind of underwhelmed by it. Yes. And then I played it over, over when you were on your honeymoon. And then I was like, oh my God. I was like crying on the floor in happiness. I was like, like on the street, I was like, this game is so good. (laughs) <laughs> like sobbing <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you ever like watch something and you're like and your heart feels like it's bigger like your heart is swelling yeah it's like when I see gay people in commercials <laughs> yeah it's true <laughs> And like, and I'm like, we've made it to capitalism. <laughs> no, you we did it. <laughs> that cr- no, I hate that. I hate that I get teary eyed by that because I know. it's like, I know. it's like so. Like, because it's like one the company Campbell's is like clearly pandering to like the LGBT plus community, and it's just, but I just can't help the Campbell suit commercial where the one guy goes. Luke, I am your father. And then the other guy goes, Luke, I am your father. And they both laugh because they're a family. <laughs> and they're both talking to their son. And yeah. I'm like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> um, so Wait, tell them, tell them about your favorite commercial, but don't cry. Challenge. Okay. So it's the one where it's a lesbian couple and they learn sign language so that they can so they can adopt a deaf girl. And I was just like, and I just, every time I see it, I'm like, it's so beautiful. Even now, it's I'm like, so oh my pink. god, crap! I know, and you know that it's like the sappiest. And it's like for a bank. <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's where they're like, where they're like, 
we'll always stand by your finances or like something like stupid like that. And you're just like, and you're like, I don't even care. Like it is the most, like it's the most pandering because they're not only adopting a little girl, they're adopting a little deaf girl and you're like, oh my God. (laughs) What? It's so beautiful. Like everybody, everything's going to be okay. (laughs) Everything's okay. Everything's fine. Oh, there was like, um, a Barney's commercial, and it was so, like, really, really rich gay guy commercial. So it was, like, it was, like, in slow motion, like, a family. It was, like, a dog, like, the foofiest dog you've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, running towards its owner, and, like, the owner picks him up. And then, like, his husband comes, and they're just, like, hugging (laughs) with their dog, and they're, like, the most beautiful human beings to ever happen. I think, um... And it's, like, Barney's. And I was, like, of course, this is a Barney's commercial. Yeah. <laughs> I think that there was actually a Tiffany's, like, Tiffany's, you know, like, the jewelry. Oh, where yeah, they, they were, like... engagement rings with, like, a gay couple. And I was, like... And it just... You know, I, I've... I, not to, like, sound weird or anything, but I feel like even ten years ago, you that would never happen. Never, happen. never, 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 like, never. Like, this stuff is, like, changing really fast. So, I don't know. know why. I think it's because of social media. Because before, older yes. people were completely, completely... In charge of everything. Completely 100% in charge of the media. And now, like, younger people are like, tweet, they're like, hey, w- w- rude. Yeah. Rude. <laughs> well, one, it's like, I feel like younger people, younger people are, cont- are, one, becoming more important. Like, so, I hate Overall. to use... Overall. Yeah. I hate to use this word, but like, millennials... Which is like Mari and I's generation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it goes like up to people who were born in like two thousand, maybe. Yeah, two thousand one. Yeah. Or um, but it's like as they're getting older, like they're way more progressive. I mean, every generation usually gets more progressive until there's a backlash. Until there's a backlash, but also. Like, they're more progressive, and also they're more likely to make their opinions heard on social media, which can be seen by everybody. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, all it takes is one, you know, pissed off, like, 20-year-old who's like, what the hell? Like, why is there no representation of, like, my culture or my gender or whatever in commercials? Like, why is that? And, like, we can, like, hold companies accountable for not you know doing that doing that or being actively yeah bad because before the media was like all controlled by these like big companies and corporations and now the media is also controlled on social media which is controlled by us exactly so if cnn runs a story that's dumb like you you don't need to send in a letter you can take a screen cap and go um what yeah like (laughs) what the fuck is this and then everybody can see it Mm -hmm. you know like, we can make our voices heard. What worries me is that eventually there's going to be this, like, as with all things, there's always going to be a backlash where it's going to be, like, the next generation is going to be like, no, I don't need feminine moms. Feminine moms. I don't need feminine moms. I'm totally fine with my, like, role. And it's like, by the way, it's totally cool if you want to be a housewife. That, like, that's part of feminism, being able to choose. But, like, saying other people can't choose isn't chill. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's the whole point. Yeah. The whole point is that, like, you get to choose for yourself what What you you want to do. Yeah. And deciding that just because, like, you're happy with, 
a like uh, I don't want to say certain way of life, but the certain way of life that doesn't mean it has to apply to everybody. Yeah. So like even if somebody is like I'm a feminism and a, I'm a feminist and I believe everybody should work, it's like well. That's not really fair either, because yeah. just because you want to work doesn't mean that somebody who, like, just wants to take care of kids or the house or whatever is any less valid. Yeah. So. Definitely. Like, some people, like, they, some people are like, I want to raise my kids full time. That's a- And that is really fucking hard. Like, because, and the people are like, well, there's a lot of women who, who go to their jobs and take care of the kids and i'm like yeah they also like hire people yeah they'll because hire, they have, hire a nanny they have more money so they can hire people to clean the house mm-hmm. and like or take their kids to daycare and stuff like that because they have more money because they either have a dual income or they're a single mom working their ass off yeah or a single dad sorry but just like all of the you know there's just like this really wide variety of things that are you know, acceptable, acceptable. And that, you know, everybody should be able to like do their own thing, you know, as long as like everybody is like willing and consenting adults and everybody's like aware of like what they want their roles to be and what they want their partner's role to be. Who gives a shit? Yeah. You know, like those people who are like, I'm just a gold digger. And then there's like some guys who are into that. And I'm like, and who don't care. And they're like, you know what? They want to pay money to have like a really hot young life. And you know what? So what? Like, yeah, it's, like, if you want to be somebody's hot young wife, like, you know, fine. As Yeah, as long as the guy is okay with it and, like, knows about it, like, who cares? Yeah. You know? Like, if you're, like, Whatever. hey, I want to be hot young wife, and he's, like, that's cool. I've always wanted a hot young wife. Fine. Yeah. That's your life, man. What? How does, that doesn't affect me negatively at all. No. And I have no right to give you shit. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. What does that have to do with Undertale? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) But Undertale was really great, and I can't talk too much about it, because Stacey hasn't played it yet, because I care more about not spoiling Stacey. She keeps, like, holding out hope that I'm going to play it. Yeah. You have to play it. Are you you seriously not going to play it or not? I don't know. Okay. But it's it's really good. People recommend a lot of really great games to me, Undertale included. I like... Here, here's the thing. I like games... Where they they present a certain amount of rules to you, and then they flip those rules around because we all have those tropes of how gameplay, and the, what Undertale relies on is reversing every single trope that they have. And he included the tropes in which people will go into the game files and try to find things, and he put things in there, and that would talk to them as if like. Oh, you found me, huh? You think you're a smartass, right? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you think you're a smartass yeah. for finding me? Yeah? Don't share it. And then, of course, people shared it. Yeah. But, like, anyway, continue on to the next one. Oh, Until Dawn. That was really great. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. One thing I really... Enjoyed I... is being right about the Wendigo? No, 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 no. <laughs> but yes. But yes. That was, like... You know, I know that people were, like, really blown away by the things you were right about with Life is Strange. I was more blown away by Until Dawn because I was just like, what? Like, Well, I felt like it was really obvious to me because the thing is I was researching a bunch of stuff for for Life is Strange. And so I was just, like, reading about skinwalkers and wendigos and stuff like that. Got it. And I had known about wendigos for a long time Mm -hmm. just because it's, like, you know, if you live in the United States, you know about Native American 
uh, scary shit. Yeah. Like, you're just like, oh, watch out for Wendigos. And you're like, what? And they're like, yeah, they'll eat you. And you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, they had said, they were talking about how they went crazy and ate people. And then they were like, this is built on Native American land. And I was like, uh, Wendigos? Yeah, I don't know why. Like, I mean, I just, like, I didn't pick up on that. But I had never heard of Wendigos before. I don't know. Well, that's because I don't know if Canadian Na- Na- First Nations tribes have Wendigos. I'm not sure. But also, I mean, so my... Your my, First Nations. My, yeah, my grandmother's family was Native Canadian or, you know, First Nations. And, but, like, we never, like, talked about that. You know what I mean? It's that not doesn't like, make Stacey's heritage any less valid. Well, no, but what I'm saying is, like, both of, like, my grandparents on either side were just basically like, no, you're American. Don't talk to anybody about your heritage. That's what a lot of fifth generation kids hear from their yeah their uh kids because the the people who came over like first generation first and second generation kids they're like we're chinese to the end like no like like, no we're 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 wherever our parents came from until we die and then if you're like fifth generation or fourth generation they're like we don't talk about what happened then no my um on my dad's side they that's my experience yeah I feel like it depends on how they're treated when they come over here. Mm-hmm. Some of them, like, cling really tightly to their heritage, and they're like, no, like, this is what we are, it's where we came from. Other families had, like, the opposite experience, where they're like, we are leaving everything behind, you are American, we're not teaching you any of our native language, we're never going to speak it ever again. Did I ever tell you about why my parent, my mom and my auntie are named the way they are? After World War Two, like... Every, oh, all the yes. Japanese people yeah. wanted to be, all the Japanese people in Hawaii really, really wanted to be American. They were like, no, 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 we're American, guys, we're American, guys, we're totally American. Like, like we've been here forever. Like, we were here before the war, just, we're so American. Like, yeah. So they named all, like, the girls in one generation, in one, like, year, Carlene, because they saw on a billboard a woman for a movie and it had the name Carlene on it so then everyone was like oh, Carlene's an American name so they all named their daughters Carlene Aww. so my auntie's name is Carlene but it's like spelled in the exact way this one woman's name is named Carlene <laughs> and then they were like okay what do we name our other daughter Lynn um but we gotta spell it the American way so they had it spelled the American way yeah so that's like Sometimes people like get traumatized. Like no, we're, no, 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 no. We're American. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Like they don't want to, you know, they don't want to like bring it up at all. I tried like before my grandmother died. Like I tried to like sit down with her and ask her about like I was like so like when did you guys like come over here and like I was trying to ask her questions about it. She wouldn't talk to me about any of it. Like wouldn't even say didn't even say that she didn't remember. She was like I don't want to talk about that. Like, just completely shut me down. And I was actually really surprised because, like... What if you're Jewish? I could be. Definitely. Yeah. It would make sense. Based on nothing, I guess. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, just, like, the area that they came from, it would make sense. Yeah, probably. And, like, the timing of all of that. Time to 23 in me it. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but anyways, Until Dawn... I enjoyed it. I thought it was like... Oh, yeah. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Um, Wendigos. Uh, I was going to say, 
one thing that uh, simultaneously annoys me, but I also appreciated the game mechanic, mm-hmm. is that we were like, people were dying, and we were like, oh shit, people died. And then everyone was like, I can't believe it! She's dead! Oh, yeah. She's, yeah. She, she's dead! And I was like, why the fuck do you guys care so much? And then I realized, it's because it's a video game. And that's what the power of telling a story with a video game is. Mm-hmm. Because if they were watching that in a movie, they're like, she's dead, like, yeah, whatever. Like, like, uh, yeah. But, like, because it was a video game. And we have agency over the choices of the characters. Mm-hmm. Like, suddenly, there's so much, like, emotional, like, connection to it. It's, like, so thirsty. Because that fandom would never have developed at all if it was a movie. No. No way. No, no, no. Like, that fandom on Tumblr and, like, t- and, like... It is, is like, it is a really awesome fandom, too. It is, like, it is like very intense. Very intense. <laughs> very yes, intense very fandom. Intense, but really awesome. Very intense, really awesome. Great fan art. But it's, like, like, they, like, Ashley's mayonnaise, the end. Um, like, someone like Ashley, I was like, oh, she's, like, the most bland person ever. And then she watches Chris die stone cold. <laughs> just, just, she, like, her face is, like, completely, like... I'm watching you die, bro. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And you're like, okay, Ashley. <laughs> Do you remember forever ago on a podcast, we talked about can video games be art? And you were like, yes, they're art, blah, 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 all this stuff. And then I was sitting there and I was like, I don't see why they have to be art. because." And you, I feel like you took my argument like a different way than what I meant it. And because, what I meant... Because like I was so used to dude bros being like they're not art yeah which is not how i meant it i meant it more like they can be more than that because they are interactive and playable like you can develop more with a game than you can looking at a painting listening to music because a creator creates it and then it's done i remember okay yeah stacy's definition of art was very particular paintings right at the time i can prove this Oh, God. You were like, no, I only think that paintings and some music are art. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Maybe, but I, no, I thought it was more like art is like a static, like it's a thing that a creator creates and then like nobody else changes it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And things things are, have obviously changed now that like more art has become interactive and like transformative and people are like well what is art really if it's not just something that a creator makes and then it goes out that's what i said at the time well this was like three years ago so it doesn't matter anymore well but what i was saying is that i think video games can be more than art they can give us more than what people standardly define as art and that trying to just blanket everything as art like, while it does, it serves its purpose in terms of, like, keeping video games, like, as part of protected free speech and all that stuff. But, like, in terms of, like, a classical definition, calling a video game just, like, art, along with, like, all of these other things that aren't really related to it or, like, have the same... I just have a really extremely undefined, fluid definition of art. That's just, the, like, how I see things. It's hard for me to have tangible definitions of anything, really. I mean, I just think that art is a very, is a very... Sorry, I was rocking, sorry. It's just like, I don't know, I'm not saying it's like a poor definition for video games. I just think that we can, we can find something better. A better word? A better word. Like, 
interactive media? Something. But I'm saying, like, it, I don't know if it's, like, we call it, like, interactive art or whatever. Let's make up a new, like, really obnoxious millennial word for it. Oh, yeah. We'll come up with, like, some sort of, you know, corporate jargon As- word. Aesthetic. Aesthetic. That's, like... Yeah, a- good job, Mari. It's aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. You found the word. Aesthetic art. It's aesthetic. Aesthetic art. We're not going to try and come up with it right now because we'll do a really shitty job. What are you doing? Oh, okay. I'm looking up something for later. Oh, for our our, our Brewston. Wait, should we do the should we do the the thing now or later? Oh, we can do it now. So, um, we have so speaking of people who pay us money, we actually have two really great sponsors for you guys that we wanted to talk about. So yeah, the first speaking one, of giving us money that doesn't cost you anything. Yeah, giving us money that doesn't cost you anything. Or, well, no, that's not quite true. That's not, like, it costs you something. <laughs> but well, you're you, getting, no, you're no, no, getting no. a you service. Get, you get something from it. Yeah, and you're we get money like, indirectly. Yes. Are we supposed to tell them how much money we want? Because I don't want to be a liar. No, we don't. No. Uh, but you do. You, we just have to say that it's sponsored. Okay, these are sponsored things. And we Mari. get money. For, I don't want to be, like, lying. That's what a sponsorship means. <laughs> I know, but I just want to make sure that the audience knows. That we get money? That we get money. But how we get money? You're so not smooth about anything. Listen, that's what people like about me. That's it makes what... them feel less embarrassed about their own life because I'm a hot mess. <laughs> They're like, wow, Mari's a complete disaster. Like, wow, what is going on? <laughs> this conversation is embarrassing me to listen to. Anyway, so our sponsors really love us for how smooth our sponsorships are. Okay. <laughs> well, the first one is Audible. Um, for those of you that don't know about Audible, you can listen to audiobooks and, you know, you can, like, learn about different things. Like, they have over 180,000 titles including some in English, en français, en espagnol, in italiano, naruxim, und deutsch. Some things that we like to do while listening to audiobooks is travel. Yeah. Clean the house, do menial tasks, work out. Work out. Um, I like to listen to them on my commute because I don't like staring. Like, I spend a lot of time, like, looking at a computer screen, so it's nice to just, like, listen and, like, you know, be transported also, than... if you have, like, extreme, like, anxiety like I do, I just put my headphones in, and I just go off, and then, like, oh, I have to do grocery shopping? Here, let me put my headphones in. So and then I'm you not, can just like... pretend that you're not out in the world. Exactly. With everybody staring at you. Nope. Not staring. <laughs> like. <laughs> um, but two, so two books that I've listened to recently that were really great was the, the book, version of Star Wars The Force Awakens by Alan Dean Foster. And if you have seen... Okay, so I wouldn't recommend it if you haven't already seen the movie, but if you saw the movie and you liked it, or even if you saw the movie and you were like, eh, okay. Like, that's fine. It is just, like, the the audiobook performance is great. It's got, like, different voices, there's sound effects, there's music. It is really, like, it is, like, a performance. It is not just somebody, like... Parts of it are just straight narration, but it's like, I don't know. I was, like, very transported. There's also sections in the book that weren't in the movie, and so you get, like, kind of... Like, there's this whole, like, big section that you never see in the movie, and I was like, oh! I mean, I could see why they didn't include it, but at the same time, I don't know. It was just, like, it was really great. I really enjoyed it. 
Wonder, wait, could I listen to the audiobook before seeing the movie? I don't see why not. Do you think it would be like, if I listened to the audiobook first, I could be the only snob in the world who goes to see the movie? And and is like, um, that wasn't in the book. Like, I don't know. The, the thing I liked I'm about... I'm just joking about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, the thing I liked about seeing the movie first was that, like... You knew how everyone looked, or... Yeah, I knew, like, what everybody looked like, and just... It there there's definitely things that are in the movie that you don't get from the book. You know this what I mean? This is the audio book that you can get on audible.com with our referral link which is audibletrial.com/geekremix. So it's audibletrial.com/geekremix. And then you'll get a 30-day free trial and what that includes is a one free book. And then after that, you sign up and you get charged monthly and then you get a free book every month. Or something like that. You yeah. get a free book every month that you can listen to. Um, but it costs money. I don't know how much it costs, but I just want to make sure that... Well, well after the free trial is after over. After the free trial is over, it costs yeah. money. But it's, like, not a lot. I've been signed up for, like, a year and a half because I love audiobooks. Yeah. What have I been listening to lately? Well, the other one that I was going to recommend was... It's called The Art of Language Invention. From Horse Lords to Dark Elves, The Words Between World Building... Behind World Building by David J. Peterson. And so I had actually seen this guy. I saw him on The Daily Show. And he was like, he's the guy that created like Dothraki mm-hmm. for the for the Game of Thrones. He created a bunch of the languages in Sci-Fi's Defiance, which I had never seen, but now I'm very interested to see because like I want to see everything like um but anyways, he um when people construct a language, they call it a conlang and it's basically like a made-up language, but there's, like, way more that goes into it than mm-hmm. you would think. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Like, this book is very extensive. Like, if you are a, like, dork about languages, like mm-hmm. a dork dork, you will love this book because it is, like, so detailed. It, like, goes over all, like, the different noises that you can make with your mouth and, like, all of these different languages in the world and, like, how people talk and, like, it was just, like, it was really fascinating. But at the same time, I was also listening to it, and I was like, wow, I could not picture my husband thinking this was enjoyable. Like, <laughs> at all. <laughs> he would, because he would... What Stacey is saying is that only real nerds... Only real dorks this, allowed. Sorry. Only real dorks know will like this book. So if you're not a real dork, don't even try. But he would actually, he would hear me, like... He would see me, like, walking around the house with it, like, in my headphones, and then I'd just, like, say random words out loud because I'd be, like, repeating what the speaker said, you know? Mm-hmm. Just to, like, practice, like, making words with my mouth. It was just, like, it was really fascinating. So, if you guys are interested in checking out a free trial, it is audibletrial.com slash geekremix. Um, w- one book that I would recommend that I think people would like is So You've Been Publicly Shamed. It's by the same guy who made So the Men Who Stare at Goats. And if you've seen the movie, that's like nothing at all what the book is like. Um, (laughs) So why bring it up? I'm just saying that (laughs) the book of Men Who Stare at Goats is about how he studies how people like, how the American, how like the United States tortures the people in Guantanamo Bay and everything. Oh, right. But it also is like, but they also go into like how the United States uh, research psychic. On another note, the men who stare at books goat <laughs> book, go, a goat's book, um, was about how the American 
the, the United States military researched into psychics and magic and stuff and how to, like, do all this stuff. Yeah. And it was just a side project that they did to fund. And they did use some of the tactics that they used, like, how to make soldiers more efficient and how to, like, torture people what and stuff. What is the book about that you're trying to recommend? That's what I'm telling you. That's oh, what okay. it's about. Oh, okay. The yeah. So You've Been Publicly Shamed book? No, I just said Men Who Stare at Goats. Oh, so you so the guy who the made who... the guy who made Men Who Stare at Goats that I just described, he also made So You've Been Publicly Shamed. Yes. Which is him going around interviewing people who have been publicly shamed on social media mm-hmm. and then researching how public shaming and shame is if that actually works in correcting someone's behavior or making somebody's life change for the better and stuff. And then talking... Basically, if all of that stuff is just, like, everyone wants to shame them to feel better about themselves or whether it, like, actually does any good. Yeah. Yeah. And most of the time, like, a lot of the people he interviewed, like, their lives are ruined forever. And then sometimes... And then he, like, kind of points out that the things that these people did weren't actually, like the worst thing in the world like they talk about that woman who made that AIDS joke oh yeah going... yeah yeah the, the the PR professional yeah and so she the was thing like is, oh my god because she was like yeah. the thing is it made her look like a completely racist jerk but what what she was doing was that tweet was sarcastic because somebody had said that to her and she thought it was like super rude yeah but she couldn't replace, she couldn't change it because she was on, like, an 11-hour flight. Mm-hmm. But anyway, her life was ruined. And, like, he talked about how this other happen, other stuff happens to other people. And he, he just took, it was, it's just really interesting how he'll go really, really deep into the subject. And eventually, he starts researching the psychology of it. He goes to a kink fetish club and, like, like watches people become publicly shamed there and how it's like their fetish Mm -hmm. and then he goes to like a rehabilitation group for people who've done really terrible things but they like feel really bad about it Mm -hmm. and like how this one woman she's so ashamed of all the things she did but eventually she forgives herself and becomes a counselor herself and blah 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 yeah so it's really interesting he also made the psychopath test, which studies, like, the mental health institution and everything. So it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Well, so if you guys wanted to check out any of those, there's So You've Been Publicly Shamed, Star Wars The Force Awakens book, and The Art of Language Invention. Those are all available on Audible. So the other one that we were going to tell you about was Geek Fuel, which is, like, if you've seen any of, like, the geeky subscription boxes, it's like that. You get, like a box every month full of, you know, surprise goodies. I like it because I get something every month that is, like... It's nice. It's nice. It's nice to get something. That's a surprise, you know? And you also, you, unlike a lot of the other uh, subscription boxes that are out there for nerds, you get a t-shirt every month in a size of your choosing, of course. Um, And if you sign up using our referral link, which is geekfuel.com slash geekremix, you get $2 off your first box, a bonus item. Yeah. That's it. But it's, it's cool <laughs> because the, what's useful about it is that you get all a bunch of stuff and, like, it's a bunch of cool stuff. And the stuff that comes inside is actually pretty good quality. And I got salt shakers and stuff. And then if there's anything that you don't want, you can give it to your friend and, and like, be like, oh, now you're my friend and you owe me your friendship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
you now you feel obligated to hang out with me because I gave you something. Because I gave you something nice. I gave you something nice. Yep. The end. <laughs> so, I don't know. I like... I like getting, like, subscription boxes like that because it just, like, I don't know. It's, it like, a nice a surprise. It brings a happiness to your life. Yeah. Just something to look forward to or, like, on a bad day. They're like, hey, you got a package. <gasps> got a package! I got a package! Got a package! Got a package! Yeah. So and then, yeah. And so then you get to, like, I don't know, it's, like, you get, like, a t-shirt and they're all, like, nerdy but, like, and they're, um, they're unique designs, you know? Some of the stuff is fun, like, cards yeah. and useful stuff. It's mm-hmm. not, like, junk. Yeah. yeah, it's, like, stuff you can use. So, and the referral link for that is geekfuel.com slash geekremix. Now, okay, back to what we were doing. Back to what we were doing. We had a couple more games that came out last year that we had played. Uh, we'll start off with a softball, and that's King's Quest. Oh. Well, I mean, the first episode was great. The second episode was not great. You know, I really feel like... I, you know... The second episode really set you up for failure. Yeah. And, you know, with the second episode, I also kept thinking, like, if I had known that, like, this is the whole episode, the whole episode is this puzzle, like, by the way, nobody's actually dying, relax, and just, like, do the puzzle, then I would have been able to, like, relax and enjoy it. But instead, I kept thinking to myself, like, why aren't we getting out of here? Why is it taking us so long to do this? Like, what about the the rest of this that we still have to play? And, like, what do you mean we're killing these people that you just set us up to really like in the first episode? We're failures! Yeah, I was really upset that Strong Bay died. Like, I loved her. I was just like, oh, we gotta take care of the weakest people first. Because we're the king, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, it's our job to take care of the weak. Then yeah. It's just, like, I yeah. get it. I get it. Like, the, I get the moral of the story. Like, when you th- everything, we think everything's going to shit, and then it's not, you're fine. <laughs> and then it's not, you're fine. That's the moral, moral of the story is you're fine. Yeah, it was just very stressful. <laughs> yeah. It's very, very stressful. Uh, In other stressful games, masochizia. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. But yeah. we knew what we were getting into. We did know what we were getting into there, but it just really... That was fucked up. Yeah, it was a fucked up game. It was... Well. If you like fucked up, I would go play it. Someone yelled at me. They're like, um, you didn't tell me of the game about, uh, true warning, uh, raping children. I was like, but it's not about raping children. The end yeah. of trigger the, the end of the trigger warning. Um, it's not about that. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't. A know. lot of people yelled at us for stuff that wasn't in the game that they had just looked up Albert Fish, and I was like, "Well, that's not in the game, and why are you yelling at me?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We put th- we put three warnings in the front of the game. Mm-hmm. Like, and we we said like over and over and over again like if you are not ready for this to be seriously fucked up like do not. Watch this. Do not. And the reason why we didn't put every trigger warning for what could possibly be in there, because it would have been... Quite extensive. It would have been an outline. It would have been an outline of the game. Yeah. So we said, hey, know yourself. Know your limits. Know your limits. Don't don't get in here. Don't come in. Yeah. And yet, still people were still upset, and I was like, dude, we said, like, warnings. Yeah, and we don't we don't do that like we don't take that very lightly. Like we don't we don't sit there and like 
you know, we're not, like, very trigger warning happy on games that don't deserve it. Like, we've... We do put trigger warnings We do put trigger warnings, but we don't sit there together at the beginning of a game and tell people specifically not to watch a video. You know what I mean? Like, that's something that we we don't... We never do, because we want you to watch the video. Yeah. But this was the very first time we've ever sat at the beginning of the game and said, hey, (laughs) uh, this game, whoa. Yeah. Gets really fucked up. So just like, and when you think it's gonna stop getting more fucked up, you, 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 yeah. Whoa. So, yeah. It's good. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Um, and then the last one I have on the list is Sybil. That was a raw game. That was. I really liked it, and you know what? It's funny because. It came out and it grabbed me for, like, a very emotional reason that wasn't necessarily, like, oh, wow, like, this, you know, like, amazing graphics or, like, mind-blowing gameplay. Like, that was all just about, like, storytelling and about... Honesty. Honesty and somebody who really, like, put a lot of work into the character, even though I feel like, you know... I mean, especially since, like, at one point I was, like, a 12, 13, 15-year-old girl, you know? With a live journal. With a live journal. (sighs) Yeah. Why'd you bring up the live journal? Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, I had several live journals, actually. All for my different interests and with, like, different internet friends because... Because I had... Different internet friends? (laughs) Different internet friends because I had a really active social life. Whoa. Yep. All I had was, like, I would go on the Neopets forums and be like, does somebody want to be my Neopets boyfriend? (laughs) I'm sorry. And then I pretended to be a boy and got a Neopets girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. But, yeah, Sybil hit me for for the same reasons as Emily is away. Because it just, like... And I didn't really count Emily as away on this list, only because... It was, it's, like, shorter, but I guess you could count, like, both of them on, like, the Let's Play list. I don't know. But Sybil, it just, like, if you have ever had an online relationship, or if you've ever been a teenager, ever, it's, like, (sighs) yeah. Whoa. But it's, like, yeah. So bad. I know. I mean, just, like, the, yeah, the characters were really good. And well, it's because like, they were real people. Because they were so real, I, you know? And, I mean, like, I hate the to be that person. The conversations were very real. Yes. The conversations were, like, so realistic, like, even down to, like, the dorky poetry. Oh, speaking of conversations, I really feel like people don't know how teenagers talk because everyone was like yeah life is strange's dialogue is so like not real and i was like um have you hung out with any teenagers lately at all or remember yourself yeah well you know why it's because people like to like look back and be like no i wasn't a dork i was cool like i didn't use outdated slang 
Mm-mm. I mean, Not it's just me. like I feel people want want quote unquote realism that aligns with the ideal version of themselves yes. more than they want actual realism. Actual realism, because everyone was like, "Oh yeah, oxen free." Like these are this is dialogue that I can relate to, and I'm like, "Yeah, but they're talking about like they're 30." Yeah, they're all talking like they're 30 years old, and uh, I don't know if you know this, but teenagers talk. Every single person who was like, teenagers don't talk like that. And I'm like, look at their profile. And they're like, they were like, hashtag YOLO. And I'm like, right. <laughs> okay. Um, if you say fleek, even if ironically, if you say any of that shit, even ironically. Bay. Like, bay. Yeah. Okay. You're in. And besides, it takes place in 2013. So they were using slang from 2013. Also, That's- people definitely say hella. Yeah. What? You can't... T- that's a regional thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, it's the... It's one of the... Oh, like, on a total side note, one of the things I really liked about the Oxenfree dialogue was that it was realistic to a real conversation. Pacing. In, with the pacing, but also in that if you, cho- if you chose to speak too soon, you cut off the other characters and you missed what they were going to say. And then if you took too long, you missed your chance to yeah, say anything. Yeah, exactly. Like, it that was, is so realistic. It was very stressful. Yeah. And I was like, Maya, you're, like, messing up. And I was like, you try and do this. Yeah. <laughs> this is very stressful. Yeah. She keeps missing it because she's not paying attention. I'm like, no, I want to hear what they have to say and then decide on what I want to say, but it's not letting me. I want to choose what I want to say. Based on what they're saying, but it's like a real conversation where you're trying, you're trying to keep up, and then you're you trying say to like some- keep up and time it correctly, and, and like- then like you, and then you say something stupid. Mm-hmm. We all say stupid shit. No, Stacy. Sure. Um, in my fantasy of complete realistic games, that's completely realistic, but also my fantasy. None of us ever say dumb shit. None of us ever say dumb shit. <laughs> also, um, my dating life is perfect. And I never say anything wrong that makes people want, and I don't... Or eat eat cupcakes when there's a really serious moment. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I totally fucked up that game. (laughs) For anyone who's not aware what that's referring to, it's... Actually, I'm not sure what the timing of these videos is going to be. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. You'll you'll know. You'll know. In any case, so... Thank you so much for tuning into this, wow, really long podcast. I hope you enjoyed us talking about all the Podcasts are supposed to be this long. Yeah, I know. I mean... Remember the first time we recorded a podcast and you're like, how long is this going to be? I was like, I don't know, an hour. And you're like, an hour? Me? What? Yeah, well, because I just... Well, because we had, like, only... We didn't have that many followers. I really didn't think that any... You gotta start off dreaming big. But you know what I mean? I just, I, it never occurred to me that people would want to, like, listen to the two of us talk for that long. Yeah, well, you, first off, you have to, st- you have to start off with illusions of grandeur, then meet the grandeur. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm hoping we can do this with more regularity. Oh, have you seen Mr. Robot? No, I haven't. Don't tell me anything about it because everyone has told me that I will really love it. Okay, I've only seen the first episode. Okay. Uh, No one leave any comments about Mr. Robot. Bye. Bye.